0: day, Folk, it's Nick Engel speaking and today I'm excited to be um, interviewing uh, my friend Gary Bezadenhout from church, a good mate and faithful um, friend and brother in Christ and uh, just going to be asking him some questions and hearing his story, hearing how he has been managing and coping with his family during this lockdown period. So uh we had some technical problems on the interview and uh we'll apologize for any glitches that there might be. Yo. Uh, Gary, welcome back. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Technical glitch there. Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. Good. So, Gary, you were talking about reading word to your wife, having discussions, coffees, watching... Uh, YouTube videos and movies mm-hmm. linking mm-hmm. to those books of the Bible. So, what? Yeah. Any particular books of the Bible or scriptures that you've been reading that have been meaningful at this time?
1: I've been jumping all over the place, but um, I'm trying to, in this lockdown, get through the whole uh, New Testament. So, I've just finished Acts now, and I'm going into um, what's up, the Acts is. Uh, no, it's a complete blank, ever. bro.
0: <laughs> you say you yeah. locked in the New Testament. I'm sorry, you say you locked into the New Testament.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to read through the whole New Testament. So I just finished John, um, and I'm just right at the end of Acts now, and then I'm gonna go to, yeah. So, but I've been jumping around as well, all over the place, and like, uh, if I'm watching, for instance, like. Francis Chang, and then he'll obviously mention some scriptures and stuff, and then I write them down while we're watching it, and then I go back and I read it, and, and I listen to his way he was interpreting it, interpreting it and then I go and read it myself, and then I try and understand my uh, how I'm reading it as well. Also, what's been helping a lot is the that thing on YouTube, the Bible Project. That's, okay. that's also a very cool, cool thing that we've been using as well.
0: What have you been um, watching or listening to there?
1: uh the Ephesians I did that one, and um yeah, just a couple others a little uh like John and matthew and yeah just a couple of um of, of testament books eh? yeah
0: and and you've got a you've got a little boy a son
1: yeah yeah jack he's three and a half oh, now eh? three and a half yeah
0: and what is jack, what does he do jack
1: drew he's been he's been uh you're in know, like giving us little nuggets all the time that make us so proud as well. Like we've been doing communion, we've been trying to do it every single night. We've missed a couple nights and things like that. Yeah, in between, but we were watching uh, last week. This week Tuesday, you know, it's locked down all the days or just all one at the moment. But it was I think this last week. This week Tuesday, we were watching uh, the talk on Instagram with um, uh, Stan and Heather and we finished watching that and he knows it's obviously church time and things like that so he's on the bed and he's telling us he wants communion communion can, and we're like what is a communion boy and he's like no communion and eventually he's like he looks at us and he's like i want a biscuit and the blood and we're like oh my goodness he's trying to say communion so like he takes us and we're trying to teach him it was so cool that like he knows like church now and communion go together and this and jesus this and then we go and we teach him how to break the, the, the little biscuits up and we tell, teach him it's the body of Christ. And then we teach him that the, the, the grape juice is the blood of Jesus and what it, it means to him and stuff. And it's very, very cool that he's actually picked that up. And then like we hear him the whole time, like singing Jesus songs. Uh, so these school popes videos and stuff all the time. And he goes to a Christian-based school. So a lot of the songs are, are Christian songs, which are quite cool. And last night he was actually dreaming. And one of the songs that he has made up himself, he sings, walks around the the fest saying like, "Jesus, come in my house, come in my house." And he's like, "It's so cool, like the little three and a half year old is like, like doing his own praise and worship throughout the day." And yeah, it was just little nuggets that he mentions all the other time that making myself and my wife really proud. Eh?
0: Yeah. Wonder, it reminds me of there's a scripture where it says, "A child shall lead them." And- yeah, bro. Makes me think that's all you, it's almost like
1: you guys are living it. Yeah, but it's very cool. Like the youth as well. I don't know if I, before we broke up, that you heard the, what I was saying about the youth.
0: No, or, I didn't hear.
1: Yeah. So myself and Jazzy and my wife are, we help lead the youth at Glenridge, which is an awesome honor and privilege. And they've also been doing a, um, Bible uh, sort of study and things like that together on our WhatsApp groups and all that. So, yeah, we're busy working through the Book of Ephesians, and it's cool. The leader, the the young leaders in the in the group, are every morning doing a devotion as well, and they're doing their own little sect reading that they post a little WhatsApp voice note to us all, and they they read the little the their couple of verses, and then they tell us their sort of idea of what they think about that scripture, and they bring like a bit of a, a little uh, uplifting message for for us all, and. Man, they have been incredible, bro. Like, it's so cool to see the wealth and knowledge that are coming out of the kids at youth and these and um, young teenagers. Yeah, bro, it's just, it's so careful.
0: And these youth uh, children, how old are they, Gary?
1: They are high school students, so I think. Well, yeah, they from standard seven all the way up until like 19 years old. But yeah, we're talking like 17... 18-year-olds, 16-year-olds that are bringing like words like you can't believe. I mean, Zoe Meneses bought a word on Tuesday, about the she explained the grace of God like in such a profound way. But I was like listening, and I was like in my lounge, tears coming down my face. I'm like, this is insane. Ah, I'm so privileged to be with these kids and and listen to them and the knowledge and the, and the wisdom that they carry. But it's such a such a cool honor to be with them.
0: You know. That's so exciting. So, mm. so Gary, in terms of your own your own life, the we were talking earlier about passion and staying motivated, energized, positive, uh, on fire for the Lord. If I could use that Ooh. phrase.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: So, what are the what are the things you've mentioned? The um, reading the scriptures and the movies you've spoken now about the youth so yeah. so there's so you're also getting inspired and encouraged by your own child by yeah. the youth that you are ministering to so it's almost it seems like there's a reciprocal relationship where you are investing and in ministering to them and they are actually ministering back yeah. to you yeah a...
1: hello so,
0: yeah. But. So how? how so help how, help. How can how can you help? Or what would you say to somebody who's not in that place of optimism and positivity <clears throat> and being uh, claustrophobic, frustrated, disillusioned, scared, fearful, uh, watching the news, getting? Yeah.
1: First of all, is is watching the news? That's a big one that you're mentioning there is that I went into this lockdown and there's so much like fake stuff going around. You don't know what is true and what's not. So we really actually try to stay out of the news as much as possible. And um, just off the, the, the negative stuff like that, because a lot of the people are just really just talking negative and, and breaking down instead of building up. So we've really watched what we've, what we've actually let ourselves watch and what comes into our house and, and what we put on our phones and things like that. So I just, maybe encourage people to really guard themselves in what they're taking in. And then also just, um, like it says, is speak life into situations. Like a lot of people like, oh, my goodness, the country is doomed. This and, that. and I'm like, no, That I'm praying that people are going to get crazy ideas and entrepreneurial spirits are going to be raised up in people and that they're going to think of crazy out-the-box ideas of how they're going to start businesses and how they're going to start employing people. And that's my heart is that I'm praying like, I'm praying for life into our country and for to every time I speak to someone and they get discouraged a little bit, I'm like, no way. It's just think of the situation completely different. I mean, and I'm, I'm not just talking about people that are not uh, believers and stuff like that. I'm talking also believers that have been believers for, for a long time who are getting discouraged and saying, oh, our government doesn't know what they're doing and, and the, the police are this. And I'm like, man, they're doing such a great job, I think, and I'd rather speak life into them and pray for wisdom over them and, and don't stand against what they're saying rather pray that they get the message from God and God comes in and moves in their life radically and they start making God decisions for our country. And I, I'm still standing on the side that I think our government has done a very good job in this time and um, that I'm praying for them and I encourage other people to pray for them and encourage them to yeah speak positivity over our country rather than negativity. So, yeah, just also encourage them, get in the word, read what God's saying to you about the situation we're in and um, pray, pray as much as you can, pray for yourself, pray for your family and pray for your country and pray for your friends. Uh, if you've got a friend's uh, name that just drops in your heart, phone them up, see how they're doing and God will give you the opportunity to minister to, to them and pick them up. Eh?
0: So, so this God that you're speaking about, how for those that don't know God, mm. so how can you tell us how did you, how how did you first come to, come to connect with know him? God kind of, sort of. It almost sounds like a living relationship with God.
1: Hundred percent. It is hundred percent a living relationship uh, with with the person with the with our God with our King. Um, I came to know the Lord. I'd grown up in a Christian home at a Christian home that goes to church on a Sunday, to Sunday school, and the rest of our week is just chaos and just doing life and going to school and things like that, and just a Sunday Christian, and uh, yeah, I grew up very, I was a very naughty child, uh, teenager, and just very lost at some stage in my life or for a while, and just rebelled, and did a whole lot of naughty stuff in my life, and um, yeah, at one stage, just um, God was with me throughout this whole time, and i realized that every day more and more how he was with me then as well, when I didn't believe in him and trust in him and all well, I believed in him, but I was just living in the world. And my biggest fear was actually that he was going to come and I would never be ready and I'd be like in trouble. So that's most of the stuff that I was doing. All the naughty stuff was just to run away from that reality. But at one side, stage of my life, I was just at a point where the stuff was just going so wrong. And I literally just, uh, looked at other people and the, how they say they, they Jesus speaks to them and they heard this from God and they heard that from God. And I'd never experienced anything like that. And I was in a, a situation where I just um, asked God, well, just prayed, which I'd, I had done before in my life, but it was always just this meaningless, you know, I'm talking to the the, the sky. And I just asked one day if, if God is real and I was praying to him, I said, if you are real, Reveal yourself to me and, and help me and show me what I must do because I'm lost. And uh, I was driving in the car when I was doing this. And as I was prayed that out, a being, Jesus, I believe it was, appeared to me in the car sitting next to me as like real life, like you and I were driving somewhere. And um, it was one of the most fearful, peaceful experiences I've ever, like all of the combined thing of emotion in the same time. I was yeah. bawling. I was bawling my eyes out. There was this spiritual king, being ball of light, human being that I could touch next to me, sitting in a car. I had to pull over because I was crying so much. And all I could get uh, here from Jesus coming out is that I'm loved, and that He loves me, and there's nothing that I've done in my past that He can't forgive me for. And I just, the more I cried, okay. he, he just said, "I love you. I love Sorry. you." And yeah. Sorry Hello? to
0: interrupt you. So, uh, so, you had a physical presence.
1: Yeah. Being. Person, yeah, I don't. With, well, I don't tell many f- people this. I've I've told a, a couple, a handful of people, and uh, yeah, it's a it's. I get very emotional when I speak about it because bro, my life literally turned upside down from that moment, and um, yeah, I had a, a physical encounter with Jesus in in my cab, and um, yeah, it was it was insane. Bro. It's still that was maybe so sorry can you
0: describe
1: describe what he looked can, like yes yeah so he was dressed fully in white there was a massive presence of light that was with with him his face was very very gentle and beautiful like like you could just stare into this 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 face the features of the face i cannot really describe too well, but I could just see a man's face—a soft, gentle face with sort of longish brown hair—and just like in a in a very white uh, outfit, and um, just speaking to me and looking at me. His eyes were, the, were the, the the thing that was standing out the most, in the in the mm. in the that stood out in my mind now as well as I close my eyes and I think about it. These these like loving, like massive, like beautiful eyes that just looked at me and. And this voice coming saying that that I love you and you're my son and I love you and I yeah, you know, I'm even just getting emotional now saying it again. It's just yeah. yeah, it was it was it was crazy, bro. It was really one of it was like it's one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. But yeah. so you obviously
0: need yeah, you obviously needed to hear those words. Yeah. At that I point.
1: Definitely, in life. definitely did.
0: I mean loved. We all need to know that we are loved and to hear those mm. words. Mm. um and how and what was the what was the context of that encounter what what brought it on at that point in your life
1: i had um i had been working doing an event and stuff like that and we had made a um i finished our our, our event and we were then wrapping it up and and packing up all the, the the gazebos and the stock and all that stuff and we were heading back to my workshop to come and drop a whole lot of stuff off and um We had made a whole lot of money that day as well and normally we'd make money, I'd have money and then from there we'd go out and have a big party and Joel and I'd just bring an entourage of people with me that would just hang around and we'd have a massive fat Joel and I just, I used to really like to party and um, I used to like people to party with me so I used to yeah just keep people around me and things like that and my, my wife was suffering in all this time. She was always at home praying for me to change and just really, really putting in the hard work and um we actually had a fight. Obviously, Bernie has, was was drawing uh uh tired at this point in time. Did I tell you about how we had been in Glenridge for a couple of years already? Uh no. Okay. So I'd actually been in Glen Glenridge for about eight years before this this uh this encounter that I had with Jesus as well. So I knew that there was um how people like when they're in trouble, they always say they ask Jesus to help them and, and people to pray. And this is the first time I actually prayed out really, really asking to God to help me. And um yeah I just um I knew that there was um something I had to do else I was gonna lose my wife and my my oh. my newly born son. So yeah I just mm. literally my eyes and asked Jesus I need you to help me if you are real and this is this is real because it's it's real for other people. I want to experience it as well. And he appeared to me in the car and that's – uh mm. It was insane. I, after that it happened, I drove back to the workshop. The guys follow me in their cars and stuff with trailers and stuff. I was I was sobbing. I was literally sobbing. They asked me what was wrong. I couldn't get anything out. They thought Bernie had, had an accident or something had happened to Bernie. And I could just say, Bernie's fine. I need to go. And I came home, opened the door. Bernie didn't expect me to be coming home and just lay on the bed and just telling her how sorry I was. And I just repented to her and repented for yo, the whole night, just sobbing and Telling her what had happened and she just forgave me for everything. And yeah, mm-hmm. for the next two days or whatever, I just stayed at home. I didn't go to work. I didn't do anything. I just sobbed and I just I just said sorry and over and over and over again. And I'm gonna change and I'm gonna change. And I'm gonna change, and <laughs> gonna change. And yeah, it was it wow. was crazy. Yeah. Then I just started getting plugged in and funny, I used to tell people at, at Glenridge, like they used to ask me am I new here, and then I'd be like, I've been here for eight years, and that gets like such a shock that like no way. I used to be the Christian who used to get there just as praise and worship started. Bernie used to get pretty bummed because she couldn't even get a coffee and uh, sit right at the back, listen, and then leave just before the service ended there. So, yeah, people were shocked that um, I've been there for eight years before I even started getting plugged in. And then straight after there, I walked in that week. Bernie was like, you need to go speak to someone at the church about this went to my next service. I walked in and I met a guy as I was walking in, a guy was walking towards me, tall gentleman with glasses, uh, Russell Watson. And uh, he's like, I've got a word for you and I need to speak to you. And we sat outside the entire time and he just explained to me and he just prophesied over me and he spoke to me and I, and it was, I sat outside crying the whole service. And uh, if anyone knows Russell Watson, he's a hugger and he's a, he's a hugger hugger. And he just hugged me and he just told me how much Jesus loves me and, and he just gave me guidance. He told me how Jesus changed his life radically as well, and I, I, I related to him in a big way, and uh, yeah, then uh, I uh, got introduced to Graham Taylor. I joined their home group. Uh, it was all new to me, all different, like it was really, and um, yeah, I just I plugged in, and I got, uh, yeah, I was in their home group, and I just grew from there. I really grew from Graham. Graham was still is one of my best mates, and uh, they've just moved to the States, and he really played a massive part in my life. Um, yeah, I miss him a lot. He, he really. I try and chat to him a bit on WhatsApp, and he's like, "Yeah, but it's not the same." But uh, yeah, he's he's uh, he really he, he he planted a lot in me, and he, he um I'm just really happy to have, have had really cool mates around me and really good good friends that had, had joined me and, and started sowing into my life and teaching me how to be a Christian. You yeah. know.
0: So um, what I'm something I'm noticing as well, which you're not saying, but mm. it's what you're saying that's saying this, and that is that you seem to have an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness mm. for to God, to for for people and to people that you're recognizing. So, would you say maintaining an attitude of, of gratitude and thankfulness? Yeah, we
1: Hundred percent. We have to be grateful to God in everything, bro. He's our provider oh. in every single thing you can think of. God's hand is on it and, and it and it comes from God. Everything, bro. Our meals, our our, our health, our families, everything. God is the yeah. great provider. And and I've been realizing that more and more in this lockdown period is that like I couldn't work, my wife couldn't work, there's no money coming from our businesses. Um and it just God provides. God provided family for me, God provided friends. Uh, my parents stepping in and helping us with our rents and stuff, and just the church around us, uh, uh, clients stepping in and, and, and paying money for and on time, and just saying, Hey, we know you guys in in, uh, in your own businesses. Hello? Hi, Gary. Yeah.
0: So you're talking about an attitude of gratitude. So you. Oh, gratitude? You, yeah. Yeah. So you are maintaining. 100% at this time so you say that's strengthening you
1: yeah bro. so God God provides everything for us and we just need to to just realize that and I've realized that more and more over lockdown now how dependent we are on God and how everything we need to do it comes from him so I don't know if you heard me before but I started going into this lockdown with this the verse that I wanted this year to run by and stuff like that. and that was Matthew 6 verse 33 which is, uh, but seek first his kingdom and all his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So we went into this lockdown with not a lot of money, but um, we, yeah, we were just trusting God. And I said to my wife, this is, we need to trust God that he's going to provide for us. And he miraculously came through for us. Uh, We had customers coming in and giving us money that we had a little bit outstanding on Bernie's side and my family helping with the rent and just uh, you know somebody blessed us and put some money in our accounts i still don't know who it is it's just i got a message god bless um and just some really like awesome miracles that that god was just mm. orchestrating for us and it's just like i wasn't worried about anything because i know and I, I just went in with this that god is my provider and every time my wife sort of can you hear me yes
0: i can hear yeah.
1: Would fear would creep in? We would just go into the Word and read promises over our lives and Scripture that where God is going to provide for us. I did a video on Instagram the other day where I went into the concordance and I looked up faith because we had, at Glenridge we went we were in a series of faith before we got locked down. And um, yeah, I went and looked how many times it mentions it in the in my Bible and it's 116 times it mentions how much faith we must have and this and that. And then I went and looked at worry. And in this Bible, in my concordance, it mentions that worry is mentioned three times. And it's every time in those scriptures that I went and read and found, it says, do not worry, do not worry, and do not worry. So I'm like, well, if God's put in faith 116 times over the three do not worry scriptures, which also say, do not worry, have faith. I mean, there's definitely something in there. He's speaking to us and he's telling us not to worry and have faith in him and look to him and know that he's going to provide for us. And. And he has hundred percent has. While I've been gone, he's looked after our businesses. While we've been in this lockdown, um, we've come back with a TV show that's going on to air. We've got a job coming in for our next show, which is amazing that we this happened. I mean, Bernie's business is people are still saying, "Hey, Bernie, we're gonna when you get back, we'll be here, blah blah blah," and all those sentences. It's, it's God, and and we've gone into this whole thing where everyone's saying. Corona this and the economy this and the government and this is never going to happen and that's going to happen and I'm saying, but God, we serve the creator of the universe, who knows how many hairs are on every single person's head, who who decides whether you l- l- breathe, mm. is, is the person we're praying to. I'm like, we need to get in this position where we're not just praying to just our friend, we are praying to the almighty God, who is and- is is insanely powerful and like you don't think you can, can feed the, and I know there's guys out there and that are hungry and things like that but I'm saying we need to be hungry for Jesus and Jesus will give us the rest of the stuff I mean you know, the way people have just been stepping out in this time helping people and feeding the poor and, and really these um, tents that have been popping up and these feeding schemes and stuff it's, mm. it's amazing how people have come to this and yeah my thing is how can we not be grateful to God I mean we got. He's given us so much. He gave his life for us, and uh, yeah, it's it's ultimate sacrifice. We, it's you have to live from that place of gratitude. I think. So how
0: does, we, one, how does one? How and it'll be great if you can just pray uh, just now, perhaps for any any listeners. Um. So, getting to the number one is entering into that relationship with God to. Yeah, to to basically win in your life. It sounds like that's what's happened for you. That's mm. Number one, and the second thing then, which applies to both, um, uh, you know, Christians and non-Christians, is how does one stay uh, positive in this current scenario? So I think I think what you're saying also um, having God in your life it seems to have really made all the
1: difference such a such a such an advantage bro mm-hmm. <laughs> such an advantage to have Jesus in our, in your life and in my house through this lockdown and just it's been a massive massive advantage bro yeah so you were trying to you were asking a question sorry I interrupted you <laughs>
0: yeah uh, well I've also I've got some other I've got two other questions that I also wanted to ask you the one was about the TV show and the other one was about your wife's job. Because I'm just thinking, also, for the listeners, if there's any, um, any links or any, uh, you mentioned the Instagram, if people want to find out more about your business or what you do, um, yeah. how do people, and, and maybe the TV show, you, do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, um, I own a, a custom shop with a mate of mine, uh, Matt. And um, yeah, we we like to build old school bikes and cars and do fun stuff like this. And our wives have been super generous, uh, grateful, uh, not grateful, uh, gracious and given us this opportunity to follow our dreams and our passions and stuff and our families too. And uh, it's finally, hopefully, paying off. Well, I would say, hopefully, God has been good to us. We've started a reality show on our shop. And. Uh, Gary? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, you, what's keep, up?
0: The phone, you keep putting the phone down on me, man.
1: Oh, where? The phone or the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you keep cutting me off. Are you cutting no, but, me the, phone? Yeah. the funny thing is when you leave it still just says to me it's recording. So I'm watching the recording time going on. I think you're there.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So you were telling us about this um, reality TV show.
1: Yeah, we've started a reality TV show on our shop, uh, King of Customs, which is uh, follows Maybe the life.
0: on top of your shop, like on the roof or what?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> King of Customs, King of Customs follows uh, the, my into, my in and out stay at the shop of Matt and myself, building bikes, building cool cars, and uh, just yeah, following uh, our dream of building a custom shop here in Durban. Okay, and so, uh, yeah, we've we filmed this uh, the first episode, which airs on DSTV this Saturday at eight o'clock on Ignition. So, and how, uh, we, how, yeah?
0: do, how do people follow that? How, well,
1: follow you can follow our Instagram handle, which is Malaz Customs, or King of Customs would be better, as well. Um, then, King 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 of, King of, of Customs. Yes, yeah. Our shop on is it. called Melaz Customs, and you'll go on there. All the links are there on Instagram and on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page where the show will also be aired. It's called yeah. King of Customs as well.
0: And when will that be aired, Gary?
1: This Saturday, uh, on Ignition at eight o'clock, and it will what? also be uh, aired on Facebook at the same time, Saturday, eight o'clock.
0: Um, Gary, what is Ignition?
1: It is a channel on DSTV, one eight nine.
0: Wow. One eight nine. One eight nine. Okay. So it's on ignition at eight o'clock on Saturday, eight PM.
1: Saturday okay. morning. AM.
0: Eight AM on ignition. And then on Instagram, King of Customs. And then yeah. on Facebook. Facebook also as well,
1: King of Customs.
0: Or Malaz.
1: All Malaz Customs, yeah. But yeah, King of Customs, all the info's there. And then it will have all the handles. You can go and check out or some of our work on our other pages and just a couple of other videos on there. But yeah, go and have it, go and a look and see what you think.
0: Okay, and uh, so that's the TV. That's the TV show. And so what? So how does that have anything to do with um, remaining positive and motivated and all this at this time? Was that more just about what you guys physically do with the?
1: Well, uh, my. my thing is that this is our, our life, so obviously our life is a big part of my life, and my life is is uh, Jesus, and um, so that's um obviously you see some of that coming through in the show as well, and and uh, yeah, it's just a reality show on our life, on what we're building, what's going on in our shop, and um, yeah, it's really cool. So I think it as it's going, I think there should there will be a couple of overlaps of of our walk because Matt's also a, a, a Christian, quite a staunch Christian. As well. well, not a quite. He's a very staunch Christian, very prophetic as well. Um, yeah, he's also, they're expecting their first child, which is pretty exciting as well in August. So him and his wife are in a really oh. cool place as well. And so it's just, it's really cool to see how, how they're also getting blessed as well. I'm, I'm very excited for them. Yeah. Cool. So Gary,
0: so um, we're running out of time. So... Mm-hmm for uh, as a parting shot for the, for the people. And I think we must maybe do another episode because there's so much more to talk about, but um, Mm -hmm. would you. uh, Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. So do you have, what would be your parting shot for people at this time for listeners? Um, that you would have a word of a word of advice or wisdom or, or
1: um,
0: okay. any 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 parting shot.
1: Yeah, um, my parting shot would just be is uh, just remember we serve a mighty king. He can do anything that you ask him for and just yeah remember to, to pray to him and to speak life over all your situations. Don't uh, focus on the negative. Rather focus on the positive and just yeah speak life into every situation. Speak life into our government. Speak life into our, your business. Speak life over your friends. Don't talk negative to anything like us because the Bible says many times that we should guard what we say and what comes out of our mouths because our words carry uh, weight. So, yeah, just really guard what, what you... you're saying. Hello? Sorry
0: to, sorry to interrupt. So, how... Somebody that doesn't have that faith or was not able to to embrace that kind of a positive faith uh-huh. how what would you say to a person like that, that that perhaps doesn't have or just can't see a positive God how, how what would you say to them?
1: Well um, a good question It's just. Yeah, I just try and for me at the at, in my life is that I try and represent the best Jesus that I can, and I rather show people Jesus, I don't tell them about it. So it's a very difficult question what you're asking me there. Is I, I really just like to live my, my, my life out as close as what Jesus would have done in that situation. But to say to someone as well is, um, there is a God, and He can help you, and you need to find Him, and, and you can also have this revelation of this peace and this joy and this understanding of how loved you are and things like that. So yeah, just um, give it a try and, and and like I did, just reach out and, and pray to God and ask him to come in and reveal himself to you because that's all he's waiting for is for us to to just open up the gap and say, Jesus, come into my life and uh, reveal yourself to me. And he will. He will come in and He will he will move in your life and things will change.
0: You, you—that's scripture that you mentioned. Excuse me earlier with the Matthew six thirty-three. Yeah. Seek first his kingdom. Yeah. The kingdom of God and His righteousness. Yeah. And all these will be added. That reminds me of the, also Jeremiah twenty-nine thirteen, where it says, "You will seek me and you will find me if you search for me with all your heart." So that mm. that promise is there. That if we do seek him and search yeah. for him. We will find him. But as you said earlier, you know... Knock and the
1: door be open. open. Seek me and you'll find me. Yeah, bro.
0: Yeah. And what you were saying earlier, you know, that might mean having to switch off the news or the the WhatsApp or the Instagram or the, so mm. the negative feed. Switch off those mm. negative channels to yeah, really f- so we can focus on actually uh, seeking God. Otherwise, our minds yeah. just get flooded with the negativity, hey?
1: negativity and you just it's, you're feeding your 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 mind and your body just with negativity all the time the news this, that many people died this happened this president said this and that president's fighting this work and these people aren't listening to the lockdown rules and this happened and this surfers are not listening to this person and this person and you're just opening yourself up to negativity all the time it's it says in the bible as well it says just be still and know that i'm god sometimes you just need to Close yourself off to everything else. Go sit down somewhere, maybe in nature or a quiet place, and just sit there and be quiet and just listen to what God actually has to say to you and, and ask Him to come and talk to you in that quiet time wonderful. and reveal Himself to you. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a wonderful parting piece of advice there, Gary. you before- still and know
1: that I'm God. Yeah. Good one.
0: Absolutely. Gary, before we close off, will you pray for us, pray for the listeners, just anything from your heart? Um, for our nation whatever you feel mm-hmm. just uh, if you don't mind you can yeah. just send words
1: out there cool you just um, possibly maybe just uh, as I'm praying maybe just say amen or whatever as I know you then we don't get cut off again and I, I carry do on that. for a while before you <laughs> phone me back <laughs> okay I'll do that thanks man okay. yeah oh God we thank you Lord that we had this opportunity Lord to share with each other Lord and just to have this conversation yes. Lord Jesus Father God, I just pray for people that are listening to this as well, Lord, that you will also just encounter them nightly yeah, as well, Lord, good. like you encountered me, Lord. Father God, that they may yeah. feel your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you may come over them and that you will, will change their lives, Lord Jesus. If they give you life, their lives to you, Lord Jesus, that you will change it, Lord. That you you jealously yeah. wait there, Lord Jesus, for their life, Lord Jesus. I just ask that, mm-hmm. that people will get to know you, Lord, that you'll get to reveal people to them, Lord. Father God, yes, I just want to take Lord. this opportunity to lift up our country to you, Lord Jesus, and just ask you to heal our land, Lord Jesus, in this, yes. this time, Lord Jesus, that you, Lord, can move your mighty hand and eradicate Corona with a blink of an eyelid, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for your power, Lord. I thank you for revealing yourself to me daily, Lord yes. Jesus, of how good you are, Lord Jesus. I just ask for more of that over our nation, that more households, Lord, will find you, Lord Jesus, that you will come in will encounter, people, and that yes, you will move, God. Lord That our country will be saved, Lord, in your name. Father God, I ask for for a radical, radical change in our country, Lord. That I don't want to go back to normal, Lord. I want to go back to something better, Lord Jesus. I hope and I pray, Lord Jesus, that everybody will will realize how powerful you are, Lord Jesus, and our country will be saved, Lord, that it will be united, that our country will be the land of milk and honey, Lord. I pray over our country. I pray over our president. And I just ask you, Lord, over the parliament and the people that are advising him, Lord, that they will also have encounters with you, Lord, and that you will speak into their lives, Lord Jesus, and you will change their hearts and you will, you will move their hearts and their minds and their decisions in the, in the right direction. Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for everyone out there, Lord Jesus. I thank you for everyone listening to this, Lord, and I hope that in some way this has inspired someone or made someone think. And it says, some plant the seeds, some water, but God will bring the increase. And Father God, I ask you to bring the increase in these people's lives I thank you Lord for this opportunity to share and I, I really pray for everyone listening Lord, and I thank you Lord for blessing our country. Amen. Yes
0: Lord. Yes Lord and I just want to pray for Gary uh, you, and, uh, and Matt for the opening of the shop I mean not the opening the the show on the TV there on Saturday at 8 o'clock on Ignition. US TV the King of Customs. Just bless them. Let your favour be there and may people also be touched thank you, through that show Lord. Thank you. So God. thank you for Gary. Bless his family, his wife, his child. And thank you for this time together, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you.
1: Laka. Amen. Thank you so
0: much, Gary, for your time. It's been a blessing. Sorry we had some technical challenges. Good. If we can uh, stitch that up. And um, and, yeah, God's blessings. Have a good rest. This evening, we'll uh, see you through the window. 100%. Opportunity. Well, folks, once again, that was Gary Becedonite just sharing some of his thoughts with us about how he and his family have been coping during this lockdown period and how he's maintained his passion for Jesus and his, uh, his fire and his positive optimism during this difficult period. Thank you for listening and, uh, and God bless you and we look forward to the next time.